0: We are legit everywhere.
1: Anywhere you can listen or watch something we hear.
0: And you can also call in at any time, 585-219-8889, especially when we have our segments on Dr. Bishop's couch. We would love for your input on that or anything we have to say. So, y'all give us the ring, call in, I'm bye with us. Dr. Phil job. <laughs> Dr. Phil, I haven't... I don't think I ever was an avid Dr. Phil watcher, so I don't think it would be that hard for you to come for his spot. Well, I think he like licensed, so maybe you should get licensed. I don't
1: know these days, cause Judge Judy, she uh, what? She got like eight jobs. They say she a judge somehow.
0: Hmm. I don't, can't tell you much about Judge Judy other than like she' the goat. Oh. She the go. Come on now. It. She come up on that. Um, what is it? Her little her judge tactics. platform. She put it down. She let people know what it is. She don't play. And yeah, people when she say be quiet and listen to what I gotta say, people you know they shut up.
1: Those are she uses bully tactics.
0: You hear yourself?
1: That's a specific fact. That's not her opinion. Oh yeah.
0: Oh, because I can't really hear you. But if you hear you, I hear you. Yeah, I can hear myself. Oh, so we've, somebody is saying they can't hear anything. I wonder why. I don't
1: People on the radio care, so we don't have technical What are we talking about today?
0: So first I want to shout out to all the graduates that are graduating this year. So, shout out to the class of 2020. My daughter is in that number. You can't hear nothing. Why can't you hear something?
1: That's on uh, Facebook.
0: So, you, well, to our actual page. Mm. I wonder. You no, know,
1: Facebook behavior. They be muting people videos for no reason.
0: But we don't have any music playing, so Listen. I don't understand why you they can't hear nothing.
1: Regular stuff now.
0: So, okay. I'm going to, I should try to end this and come back up, but I'm going to copy and paste it, and we're going to try again, and hopefully you can hear us, and if you cannot hear us, you can go to, on the regular dial, 100.9 WXIR FM radio, or you can download the TuneIn app, and you can hear us Um, go to 100.9 Extreme Independent Radio, but we're going to try to get this live working, because I'm like legit perfectionist, and yeah, Everything was working, so let's just end the live.
1: So, while you do that, what's going on with these election results?
0: Okay, so, election results. So, these are unofficial results because all of the results are in because of the absentee ballots. Yeah. So, the results are coming in. So, I got this from a site where it's updated every five minutes.
1: So I I didn't look at
0: all of the candidates. I just basically looked at the people that I was familiar with. I know that's kind of crazy. So, I mean, I looked at the Monroe County Clerk, and we have Jennifer Boutte and Jamie Romeo running for those positions, and I know Jennifer. I don't know how I know her. Probably just from social media.
1: So you don't know how you know
0: her. <laughs> I'm thinking it's just from social media. Like I don't know what, her. What does
1: she do outside of finances and stuff?
0: I don't know what she does. I know she. I believe she graduated from Roberts and worked with her master's in organizational leadership. Like I, because I follow her, so I know. I think that much is true about her. So. You know, I, I mess with her, so, like, she, she, a homie, so I voted for her. She got my vote.
1: I think she won. When, so, when the long official long results,
0: long. results aren't in, so you can't say she won, but according to what's in right now, she is in the lead by 52%. So, there's I that. I don't
1: think it's... See, the way votes... That's goes, pretty close, though. It's close, but it's also so far. Because that's a big gap to cover.
0: Well, but check this. So, the counting of the absentee ballots doesn't even begin until June 30th or July 1st in some that's, counties. Because the influx of absentee <coughs> ballots due to the pandemic. So, there's more than 100,000 absentee ballot application requests in Monroe County alone. So races
1: probably won't even be decided until early July. That's why I don't like I don't like the I don't like no election process. It's all it's all the numbers game that a lot of people don't understand. And then it's like once the results come they be like blindsided, like how will this person have more votes but they lose. Well, they didn't count these votes right off the rip. I think all votes should be coming at the same time. You know? Like, don't put these results out until you count the absentee ballots also. You know? It just it just clarifies more detail for us regular people that don't pay attention to how all this works. But if they, like, just waited to say, okay, well, the voting was today, but the official results, and we're going to update y'all once we get the absentee That's why you got all the votes right now, and you're not... Thinking you're about to win, and then two weeks pass and boom. You lost because we just counted another 200,000 votes. It's just like smoking mirrors. I don't like it.
0: <laughs> so, like I, like I said, I'm not an expert on politics, and I really can't tell you how everything works, but I can tell you what has been pushed out. So, I wanted to see how many people actually voted. But they didn't have that number up yet. I couldn't find it anywhere. So when we talk about the New York State Assembly, 137th District, Democratic primary. So Demond Meeks is in the lead by 48%. (coughs) And then there's Ernest Flagler. He's right behind them at 35%. So that's another pretty close race.
1: I, I, I think I know Ernest Flagger because I hear his commercial like a million times a day on 105.5. I'm
0: hoping y'all can hear us now. No audio. I don't know what's going
1: on with the audio, y'all. I apologize, but... But Ernest Flagger, he... I, I don't know much about the mommy's, but I know Ernest Flagger. He used to be like the firefighter. He's a pastor.
0: Oh, yeah. He is my daughter's. Daughter's cousin father. So
1: yeah. Yeah, he uh he's been in the community for a while, so <clears throat> let me see the other phone. I wouldn't I wouldn't mind having him, you know, up there with us, you know.
0: Yeah. And also there was the presidential race.
1: <laughs> Smoking Joe.
0: So we already know what was going to happen. Joe Biden. <coughs> yeah. He um, came in at 68%. Then we had Bernie Sanders, who I voted for. I didn't write myself in. I voted for my boy Bernie. Boy. He only came in at 19%. Because right. I don't like, I told you, Joe, Biden gave me pedophile vibes. So it was a no for me. So there's that.
1: You can't judge a man off of vibes. <laughs> Especially that type of
0: vibe. There well, <laughs> you go. Yo. Like, you haven't heard, you haven't seen the videos he's on YouTube where he's just dude. like a, nah. He's just awkward.
1: He's, he's one of those people that's touchy.
0: Right. And like, I don't feel when you're in a certain space and you hold a certain position that you need to get that under control. He's just
1: a touchy, touchy person. All
0: right. While I get this live working out, I'm in a mood for some women today. We're going to listen to so Kaylani. So step back.
1: And no Beyonce? It's Kaylani.
0: sit back tune in to 100.5 WXIR. It's like one thing is another. <laughs>
1: If I can meet with Rashida now to get my card and shit. Man, I went to Black Bear yesterday and I got some chicken wings, some nachos, and it was this homeless man. I saw him sleeping in the spot the other night and I just rolled by then I drove by him yesterday, and he was about to go to sleep again. It was like 11 o'clock at night. So I stopped, and I gave this man my, my wings and my fucking nachos.
0: Was he appreciate
1: Yeah, he was like, I oh, thank you so much. I appreciate you. I am like, yo, stay warm out here, man. But I woke up this morning after a night of drinking, thinking, I'm going to have these nachos and wings. And I remember, I fucking... Hey me if I gave him man my goddamn food. That's pain. Like, that's real life pain. What's up, y'all? What y'all up to, man? Tune in.
0: Back, still trying to get this live situation settled. I think we might be good. We got it on the phone, the computer was messing up, per usual. But, um, yeah, you tuned it to 100.9 WXIR. Why are you looking at that mic like that? Is there something wrong with the mic? Bishop? It looks weird. Oh, well, I don't know. you talk to the people while I see if this live is good.
1: All right, y'all. So, moving on, uh, we have officially started. Partial of phase four.
0: Yes. Not
1: before phase four, cause wow. once again we've been duped <laughs> Wait. to Wait, thinking big... to thinking everything was gonna be okay, but unfortunately, like the malls, movie theaters, casinos, gyms, they're not opening yet. And I know a lot of
0: people like sad about the casinos, that's,
1: but the casinos are open. Well,
0: not here, right? Not here. Seneca. Oh, okay. And
1: another one, Turning Stone. Mm-hmm. All of those guys. Are, well, this is my thing. How are casinos in the Mohawk Valley opening, but we not opening? Well, our numbers are lower than theirs.
0: I, I, I don't know what's going on. Like like you said, they're duping us, but some things are opening. So we got to give a shout-out to that. So low-risk outdoor and indoor activities. So, like, people who play kickball and sports and stuff like that, that's opening. Museums, art galleries. Should be opening under phase four. I
1: don't want to go see no dinosaur bones. <laughs> I want to go gamble some money and work out
0: So the decision to not move forward was opening malls, movie theaters, casinos and gyms They wanted to see what people are doing in areas that have opened and so that we When we do open those spaces that we don't have a spike like we are seeing So yeah We already know business is open, so... And education was included in phase four. However, that does not mean schools are going to open automatically. Cuomo has issued guidance for higher education systems and school districts to come up with their own reopening plans in the fall. I don't like that. Yeah, because a lot of people are trying to do, like, these hybrid plans where kids are going to school a couple days a week and then they're doing online learning for And, like, that did not work for my family. Well, my son, I should say. My son is not an online learner. So he needs to be in the classroom. He needs to be with structure. And that just worked well for him. Because once COVID hit... This little dude wasn't doing anything. Said, his, yes, teachers was, and this, his teachers was emailing me. Uh, one of his <coughs> teachers said, I'm missing four weeks of assignments from your son. I said, my dude, like, you are not doing nothing? Like, you really not doing nothing? So, it's just like that structure. Like, hey, my son is an honor roll student, high honor roll, most times. So, it's just like a lot of kids need to be in the classroom. So, I don't know what education is going to look like come this fall. But... I hope students are able to go to school because, like, a school was a safeguard for a lot of our students. And, like, the only place they felt safe, they got meals and things like that.
1: But you know what's going This is another thing about schools opening up. Mm-hmm. Uh, the transportation out of schools. Because, you know, these buses be crowded.
0: So, that's funny. I don't, how could that even work? Like, you going to have one student to every other seat?
1: It's, It's it's too many students. Like, you know how many, if they were to go with that plan, like one student per every other seat, they would need, they would have to at least triple the amount of buses that they use now. Because you gotta remember, a lot of these buses are already packed two to a seat. Right. That's how they map out these routes, like how many students is gonna be on this bus. Now you're going one per every other seat. You know how many, that's, and you got like three buses on one bus route. That's, that's, That's an overkill. It is. What are they gonna do? Make students' parents bring them to school?
0: It could be a possibility. I don't know what it's going to look like, but I'm very curious what far reopening of schools going to look like. Hopefully,
1: this whole thing is died, died down a lot more by.
0: Well, to, 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 to it's not three. looking like it. Your boy Cuomo was going off. He was snapping.
1: Listen, Cuomo, he's. <laughs>
0: He could be a cornball sometimes, but like he is telling these other states, you play politics with this virus.
1: Yeah. Oh no. He he definitely on their backs right now because when we when this is this is what I love about this scenario. Okay, let me rephrase that. It's a sad situation that these outbreaks are expanding now. It happens to be in all these states and cities that say, okay, we're gonna open up the economy now. We got it under control of what they say, warm weather kills the virus. Mm-hmm. That's funny because all these warm weather states are the ones affected the most. Right. You know, so everybody was like, oh, New York got the most cases. They're not going to make it. They're not doing this. They're not doing that. But he actually mapped out a real plan with real people in his camp.
0: So we know those red states, Republican states, what they all about.
1: Yeah, absolutely. They,
0: what they all about? So to them, they needed to get their rec- economy reopened so the money could start flowing. So Cuomo just basically like, aha, I told you so. So I guess twenty-seven states. The numbers are going up. It's
1: at thirty now. I checked this morning. Thirty. Thirty states.
0: Okay, so it's 30, but the hot spots, where were the hot spots?
1: Florida, Texas, Alabama, Arkansas. Ari- wasn't Arizona one of
0: them? Oh, that's Texas,
1: yeah. No, yeah, Arizona was one of them. Basically, everybody Arizona, who Texas. said we can't catch it because it's too hot here.
0: Well, okay, so that's the... I mean, it. it is what it is. However... Are we just going to open and close and open and close? Is that what we're going to do?
1: I think a lot of people are trying to take notes from Connecticut, New Jersey, and New York now. Because, you know, we all had that the the four-phase plan. Mm -hmm. And we had the self-quarantine. These other states didn't have all this mapped out. They were literally just winging it, going by what they saw on TV. And hoping and guessing things would get better or whatever. But KUMO... His, like, when everybody else shut down, they just shut down. They didn't have no guidance on reopening. That's why when everything just reopened for them, that's why everything spread so fast all over again.
0: So, even in, even according to the World Health Organization, they said that, like, the Americas, we haven't even reached our peak.
1: Yeah, that's what, that's another thing I was going to say. Cuomo got the most gangster tweet of the year. When he, he tweeted, I believe it was Thursday, mm-hmm. he said, this isn't the second wave. It's just getting worse in the first wave, because <laughs> not everybody was trying to say this is the second wave of COVID. And I around. think it
0: is because I was very sick around January. I was very sick. I had a double eye infection, low blood pressure, what? all of that, and they said like I um, they said pink eye is a symptom of COVID. So I had all of that. I had a deep you like you had COVID. I think I did. Like, I'm really serious. Like, people are like, oh, you ain't have it. You ain't have it. I'm not going to die from it, of course, because I'm just... That's not what, the way God's taking me out. I'm sorry. Like, no, it just no. it, it just ain't going to happen from COVID. <laughs> so, when people get all scary and all that stuff around me, I'm sorry that I can't sympathize or empathize with you because I know that I'm not getting taken out from COVID. That's just not going to happen. That's not God's plan for my life. I got too much stuff to do here. So... There's that.
1: <laughs> you just got that set of stone, right? Yes,
0: I'm not dying from no COVID, so I can't be scared of it. Like, my parents want to have me all scared, and, like, I would expect when I go over there, I wear my mask, because yeah. that's my parents, and I would, like...
1: Well, they're also older, also. Yes,
0: I would be devastated if something were to happen to them. However, I'm not one of those persons who wear a mask often, so you can be mad at me if you want to, but it is what it is. COVID. Not only is Cuomo talking to other states, their leaders, he's talking to the people who are traveling to these hotspots. Oh, man. So if you're traveling to these hotspots, what is it, no sick pay?
1: Yeah. If you come back sick, you don't get unemployment. You don't get sick pay. You don't get none of that.
0: And that's an executive order. So he's denying paid sick leave due to the coronavirus to state employees who voluntarily travel to Florida and other high-risk states.
1: As he should.
0: You think he should?
1: Yeah. Because if you see these, if you see these virus outbreaks getting badder and badder, badder but you're so better. thirsty to go to Florida for four days... Now you came back, you sick. You don't got everybody else sick. You're just going to make it worse all over. You you know, it's New York. Everything's crowded here no matter where you live up here. So it's like you can spread it so fast that it's just like, oh, man, I didn't know I had it. Of course you're not. This isn't an overnight thing to where you wake up one morning and be like, I got COVID. No.
0: Right. Right. I get it. So the new order applies to travel to the same eight states with high infection rates. Under quarantine restrictions that New York, New Jersey, and Connecticut put in place. That was on Thursday. So, when, like you said, when they come back, they got to self-isolate for 14 days.
1: I want to know who travel in a lot. Okay, so. The states on the list. A few of the states. Is Florida, Alabama, Arkansas, Arizona, and the Carolinas, Texas, and Utah. Mm-hmm. My question is. Who was voluntarily traveling to Utah? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing against the youth people in Utah, who to,
0: yeah. I wonder I, why does Utah have a spike? I'm sure it's like maybe some connection, like because why was I think New York and who else? Washington and there was another place that was the uh, places with the high. because they have a lot of um, yeah. what is the international travel. The so,
1: the in the flights and stuff, right?
0: So, that's the reason why those places are hot spots.
1: Hey, babe, I got a trip planned for us. we are going? I'm going to Salt Lake City,
0: <laughs> yeah. I'll
1: pass, babe, maybe next time. But it could be in
0: Utah, you never know. But I never heard, Most I never time. met someone say I'm from Utah, I never heard someone say I wanted a trip there, and it was lit, like, Ever. <laughs> right. All right, let's get into this segment. Oh, man. Like, I'm, I'm kind of excited to talk about this segment.
1: Me too. I, because
0: when I saw this, I saw, I believe, on Chris Thomas's page. And he has his own podcast.
1: Shout out to him. I
0: can't remember the name, but when it comes to me, I will remember it. However, I saw it on his page, and I wanted to talk about it. So... Come on in, sit on Dr. Bishop's couch, just be aware
1: that the views and opinions are those of mine and mine alone, not those of 100.9 FMWXIR, extreme independent Radio. All
0: right, so let's get into it. Partners from the past, you want me to read it? You can read it. Okay. So this was an excerpt that I found on Chris Thomas's Facebook page. Partners from the past, research has found that more sexual partners a person has before marriage, the lower the quality of sex, communication, and relationship stability is during a marriage. Apparently this is because the more romances you've had, the easier it is for you to leave someone. So important relationship-oriented skills aren't developed. Numerous partners can also lead to a comparison effect. This guy, Brian Willoughby, an assistant, I got so many typos, from Brigham Young University, told Men's Health, it's easy to compare your mind to all these previous experiences you've had. He added that a sense of missing out (coughs) can then impact, have an impact on sexual satisfaction and joy with a long-term partner. What
1: are your thoughts, Dr. Bishop? All right, so, off a of it, um, I'm not a fan of the whole research. You can't, this is, okay, anything that you can think about you can research it, right? Mm-hmm. But this is my thing with a topic like this. Because you have, they say, the more se- the more sexual partners you have before marriage, the lower quality of sex. That's not true.
0: You don't think so?
1: I don't think that's true at all.
0: How do you, like, how would you even know that?
1: Because... They say the quality quality of sex, listen, every night in a bedroom is a different experience. If y'all just coming together just because y'all sex is boring, you know what I'm saying? It's up to y'all too, not what I used to do or what I do now. It's up to y'all too to keep it exciting. If y'all in a bedroom doing the same thing every night, of course the sexual encounters are going to be trash you know what I'm saying that's why you got to know your part like this is it says that uh the communication and relationship stability lowers or whatever but it's up to you to know your partner to learn your partner to understand your partner you know what I mean you got to you got to be able to satisfy the mind if you can satisfy the mind the body is just a plus you know what I'm saying like you ever heard of tantric sex yes a lot of no, a lot of people don't know what that is, but that's just. I'm a,
0: surprised you know what it is. No shade, no
1: shade. <laughs> Listen, I'm a man of all flavors. I will try a lot of stuff with barriers, but
0: <laughs> you had to put that out there,
1: right? Yeah, you, I don't need people in my inbox all so about some kind of stuff. You want? To do?
0: <laughs> you trying to put on
1: this? Like you're you want to live
0: right now? Like you
1: trying to put on this plastic suit tonight? <laughs>
0: Yikes. Nah,
1: but uh. I just feel like it's, it's up to y'all two that's in that situation to make y'all bond last forever or every, every time y'all encounter each other, it has to be exciting.
0: So, let's be realistic. Every time, especially if we're a married couple, every time we encounter each other, it's not going to be exciting.
1: Yeah, y'all doing it just
0: because. That's just... Because it's like times where, like, okay, especially you you juggling work, you juggling kids, you juggling all different kind of responsibilities. Like, you have to be realistic. Every time it's not going, going to be exciting, but... You have to create moments, like take advantage of those small moments or those times where you can create those exciting moments.
1: wikis be the dopest.
0: So, but what I do kind of agree with is that he says the more romances you've had, it's easier for you to leave someone. So important relationship-oriented skills are developed. I agree with that because I'm speaking for me personally, so I can't speak for someone else. But I know that I can put I can chuck the deuces up real quick. (laughs) Like I could. And and it comes from, you know, situations that I've encountered in my past and me not wanting to invest a whole lot into people. So I'm just quick to say, you know, when when it's hard. I'm not a fighter.
1: That's terrible.
0: No, but it's something that, like, something that was from, I realized and I'm working on. But I do agree with that statement because if you've been in all of these relationships and when the going gets tough, if you just moved on, you don't develop those perseverance skills, those resilience skills to get over anything that (coughs) happens in relationships.
1: I just don't, this is the biggest part about this that makes me like, eh, is he said, he added a sense of missing out can then impact sexual satisfaction. If you feel something missing in your sex, you should be able to communicate with your partner about it. I agree. Like, yeah, I'm going to need you to, you know, when you do this, I need you to shift a little bit and do that. (laughs) I mean, that's, that's basic communication that y'all should be already doing. And that comes from understanding your partner.
0: So you don't compare experiences.
1: No. I might be like...
0: Bitch, you can't even say that with a straight face. Oh, my goodness. Listen,
1: I'm not married, though.
0: That don't matter. I'm talking about... It doesn't matter. You don't have to be married. This is mean, about marriage. This wrong. is like people, I, I, period. I, I, relationships, period.
1: I, I have mental notes of all my encounters. Those, that's not something that's going to go away. Somebody might do something better than somebody else, but you're not comparing it. But if you do, you just be like, you don't come out and be like, well, this is my last relationship, she did this. You don't say that. You just be like, yo, I think you you should try this, or how do you feel about doing this, or how do you feel about doing that? Right, or,
0: I think, I think people, that's just natural.
1: You that go, you're was, going to. It's, it's inevitable.
0: Right. But it's not something that you should, like, like you said, it's a way in which you bring it up.
1: But what I will say is this, though, if you allow, during your encounters with your partner, if you allow somebody to constantly do something that's dissatisfying to you and you're not really feeling it, but you do it because you want them to be happy, you can't can't fault nobody but yourself. Right. You know what I'm saying? You have to speak up when you're just not feeling it. And like, I, bro, this ain't gonna work.
0: And I saw a stat, and I'm not sure if it's true. I'm not even... Somebody posted it on Facebook that they said only 11% of women experience the big O.
1: That's, a, that's terrible. 11%? But that's... You gotta think about how many people is in the world. You know what I'm saying? 11%? And like, did they ask everybody?
0: Who knows? They ask, but like, still, 11%. That's just... To me, that's, like, tragic. As a woman... Like that's just tragic you know that it. you are like um like you don't feel comfortable being able to express your needs to your partner. Like to me, like I, I just could not you move gotta forward. Think about
1: it though, it's harder for a female to climax than it is a male.
0: Right, but that don't mean, like, you can't make it work. Everybody ain't got
1: more than 15 solid minutes in them, (laughs) and some females take, like, 30 minutes. If if your max out is 27 minutes, but my max out is 6, that's a big gap to fill, yo. Well,
0: you got to make it work. You can't be a selfish person. What's the prognosis? What's the prognosis?
1: Where do I start? The prognosis for this is, I feel like, as I've been stating... Learn your partner's body. Learn your body's uh, partner's mental. Uh, I mean, you got to actually get in tune with them. And you got to—it's okay to talk during these sexual encounters. But like, oh, I don't want to do this. You can say stuff like that while you're doing it. You know what I
0: mean? Or let's shift. Let's do this. Let's yeah, try this. Move here.
1: There shouldn't be one dominant person during your encounter. <sighs> it should be a team effort. Teamwork makes the dream work.
0: Hey. You
1: know what I'm saying. <laughs> so I think y'all should uh. Get on your A game. And if you need any pointers, just slide in my DMs and I can uh, let you know some do's and don'ts in the back. Dr. Bedroom.
0: Bishop. <laughs> all right. So we're going to go back to Wegmans. Are we canceling Wegmans or no. not? <laughs>
1: no. No. <laughs> ain't nobody coming out there about saying Wegmans canceled. What are we going to set up for Tops and Audis. I'm good.
0: I like Audis. So it
1: ain't, let me- it ain't Wegmans.
0: So, let me turn me down a little bit because I'm passionate. Because, you know, I gave Wegmans 15 years of my life. Yo, my
1: uh, homie, uh, he just hit his 21-year mark at Wegmans. Yo, that's crazy.
0: 15 years of my life, I gave it to Wegmans. So, I'm passionate about it. So, on, when all this happened, George Floyd, da 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 I went on their Instagram to see if they blacked it out. To mm-hmm. see if they released a statement. Oh. And, of course, they didn't. So, for that week, I did not shop at Wegmans.
1: What? You better than me.
0: And I'm a Wegmans shopper. Like, I was about to get ready to get take my prescriptions from there. Like, I was with all of it. However, then I saw a statement that they released to their employees. And I was like, okay. I can be appeased by that. Three weeks later is when they released the statement to the public. And... People were kind of, you know, feeling some kind of way because they were slow to the draw. They posted it on Twitter and Facebook with a message from Wegmans. So I didn't say, what was the message about? Nothing. So, like, if I was just somebody who was just scrolling, like, I wouldn't look at it. But if it would have said, like, Black Lives Matter or something like that, it would have drew my attention. However, the message is getting like a lot of blowback from Facebook, Twitter, and a lot of pages. A lot of people are saying they were slow to react. They were pandering by putting out a statement. They was wrong not to mention Black Lives Matter. And they basically abandoned the city that built them.
1: Um, see, I wouldn't go that far.
0: Wegmans was all in the city. Now where they are. East Ave is the only Wegmans that's in this city. They are only in the affluent areas. But look
1: at the locations right now of where the Wegmans used to be.
0: So, I get it. Like, you are in business to make money. Like, I get it. I definitely get it. However, I can say I feel some kind of way. But, so, so, so this guy who works in branding and communications and all of that.
1: Another expert.
0: He says, if you don't say something, it appears you don't care. Yeah. And a lot of people was in their Instagram comments. I was too, like, oh, y'all ain't gonna say nothing? Cool, okay, bet. Come back next day. Y'all still ain't say nothing? Okay, bet. We can't so, people. <laughs> so, and like he said, if you do say something but don't do anything, it appears like tokenism. So, from a brand perspective, they said the statement that Wegman put out was smart because it was very mild. So it was smart. However, he said when you make a half-hearted attempt, people will very quickly tune into it and start sharing it. And it becomes as perceived as like this misstep or a far too mild step. But like everybody is saying, You have to say something because you don't want to be on the wrong side of history 10, 20 years from now.
1: Because everything's being noted. Right. Ain't no way out. Ain't no way around. I just feel like this is one of those situations to where... Everybody is expected every major business to have a say so on what's going on.
0: You don't even gotta be deep. All you gotta say is you stand with black people. That's what, like, I don't expect you to have a long, drawn out statement. All you gotta say is I stand with y'all.
1: But you know why I'm not tripping about that is because since Wegmans is open in this area where it originated, in Rochester, New York, Wegmans has been probably, if not one of the most diverse workplaces. In New York State.
0: Meh. No. They're not diverse. Especially working in management. You in places where it's only one or two of you. guys. Yes, diversity, they strive for it. You'll see black people up and down their front ends, but when you get to management. Oh, yeah, that's... It's not different. We good enough to work your cash registers, but you can't put us in management positions? I no. Got, like
1: I, got, I had
0: a real problem with that. I
1: got four people in high school, with, and they was in the wagons program, and they still work in Wegmans right now.
0: Same. And they
1: all are like regional directors right now.
0: So you start off, they probably was in the same program I was. It was called a management intern, and you get a full-time job right after um, high school. So, like, I did that, and if you relocate, then you're good because you can move up really quickly. So, Wegmans is a great company to work for. I won't take nothing away from that. But when I was there, diversity could have been better. They had some strides to make. A lot of times, it was only two of us in the room. And so, I always took issue with that because where's our voice if it's not enough of us in the room?
1: kicked down on door an opportunity and got it like yo Danny, I need to tell let you be but I love like I um, love but just the way they handled this like
0: I don't know
1: they it, it could have been better with it it could have definitely been handled more fluently but this is one of those situations to where we can't make the wrong statement at the same time as trying to make we can't as a business we can't make the right statement in the wrong term you get what I'm saying
0: So, and another thing, Wegmans is a private company. Yes. So, private companies don't usually even release statements unless it benefits them. So, for them to make a statement, it kind of, like, was a little surprising. I ain't gonna lie. Um, Because they are privately owned. But... The statement to me was mediocre. It wasn't enough. Meh, meh, meh. But, so, moving on to what else happened at Wakeman's. So, an uh, employee took to Facebook and the like, employee was wearing a Black Lives Matter pin, mm-hmm. like on their lapel or whatever that's called, collar. And the employee was called into the office and told to not wear it. So, I had a problem with this. I don't. So, listen to me. Hear me out. Hear me out. I had a problem with this because, first of all, I was a little pin. And why are people offended by that term? Like, why? Why are people...
1: Okay, it's the same thing with what happened at Starbucks. About the people not being able to wear anything that's a black. And this this is why I understand that. It's because no matter where you go, no matter what standards you have for your customers, for your consumers and your employees. We understand that we can't control what everybody does as in the consumer, but we can control what the employee does to try to keep it to a minimum. Okay, are there racist people that shop at Wegmans? Absolutely. But as an employer to minimize the tension, if I know that I have these type of clients but I can't identify them by trying to singing them out walking through a door, asking are you racist or not. They come up to register for and they see somebody with a black lives matter pen, boom, now you got a confrontation. What makes you think your lives matter more than mine? That's 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 called avoiding destruction. No. Which I, I don't have
0: a, You're absolutely right. Like I'm not I disagreeing don't, with not that, That's
1: why I don't have a problem with okay. They should they actually have some type of pen or something or where it says Together we stand like Every, anything except all lives matter. You know what I'm saying? Right. But when you say... When you, got a, when you work in Wegmans, which is you have predominantly white shoppers, let's be real, you know, and you have a person of color at the register and they come up and they have a Black Lives Matter pen. now the tension's raising because this person is getting attitudes, now we got confrontation, now we got a fight, now we got a lawsuit. It's just trying to mi- minimize damage. To right, damage best.
0: control. Yes. So... Me, I did not see it like that. Like somebody somebody explained it to me, someone explained it to me like that, and I was like, I still think he should wear his pin, da 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 The person should wear their pin, da da da. Then I had to think about it. Like, imagine if, like, you know, those old people who are stuck in their ways, like come up to that cashier and then starts a conversation. And sometimes Cashiers or young people don't know how to navigate those conversations.
1: And those are Wegmans' predominant shoppers: older Caucasian. That's just that's a fact. Older Caucasian people shop at Wegmans.
0: So what the person did say that um the cashier is she didn't know she didn't know she couldn't wear the pen. She said there are so many pins that she see people wearing that represent different things. She said they have ones with TV characters, gay pride, breast cancer, but she can't wear her Black Lives Matter one.
1: First off, you know gay people run the world, right?
0: So how Don't was say it? No, wrong guy. no, no, no! I definitely I I'm standing in solidarity. It's Pride Month, like you know no smoke for you. <laughs> so what I'm saying, like, how was oh. it okay for which
1: which is those absolute, groups? Which is absolutely correct to where if if we can celebrate Gay Pride, why can't I wear Black Lives Matter? That's that's a, that's a valid point.
0: Right. So that was that was her thing.
1: You know what I like about this whole situation. Well. Cause it shows people's true identity. I'm not even gonna say true colors. It shows the real you. If all if all of y'all are so upset because we say Black Lives Matter, like prime example. I don't know if you was watching. I watch a lot of these uh, bills and CNN and the house. I I'm I'm a politic freak. That's what I do. I that's why I don't debate politics online because mm-hmm. I actually read these bills and long notes and stuff. And one of, the, uh, one of the Democrats across the aisle was trying to talk to a Republican uh, constituent. And he was like, why can't you just say Black Lives Matter? And the guy kept deteriorating to saying, all lives matter. What are you trying to say that your life is more than mine? He's like, no, I just want you. Like, they are like, everything's like recorded. They're in the Congress. Right. And he yeah, was like, all. And, and he said, it, it blew up one line. Because he was like. All I want you to say is "Black Lives Matter," and he would not say it.
0: Of course, because
1: he knew as a Republican in a red state in the Senate, if I say "Black Lives Matter," I don't cross, I don't cross party lines. And they went off. Oh man, the internet woo filled day with them. Like, okay, now we see who the real you are, right. and that's the thing about these Black Lives Ladders. Black Lives Matter shirts and pins and hats and posters and stuff. Mm. It's showing us the real the real identity of these true
0: American heroes. American heroes. All right, we're gonna take a quick break. Look, listen to some Tayana Taylor. Listen to Five Eight Five Report on One Hundred Point Nine WXIR. <laughs> It's dope. If you need some women to bump in the new beast that's what you're listening to. Who is that person who commented on that um on the Instagram post? You know her? The one that I just posted about you getting a new page and not putting me on there.
1: I don't know. I'm like, who is
0: this person? I don't know these fucking people. <laughs>
1: She, the way she was um, talking, was like she
0: knew you. I got to go back and see it.
1: More plaques on the walls now. More on the now. i give it up.
0: I did watch that video of uh, the police officer
1: and the lady who walked
0: up to him. Which one? I what
1: you told me about. Oh. The guy was out shopping and the lady walked up to him. His mom and sister said, "We we'll don't fuck with you, blood. <laughs> <laughs> Which I agree. I-, I ain't racist like this, fam. I will not do that. I
0: will not say that. Little
1: ride die for mine. I I'm hiding
0: bodies. Everything mine. <laughs> for mine. Right or wrong, little ride for my kids. I'm not denouncing them. Like but they, they
1: didn't denounce him. They were just saying like that's not how he was brought up.
0: Wait, wait. Tiana and
1: Bishop
0: That song was kind of dope Teyana Taylor you gotta check out the album Just check out the album trust me on this one Kehlani and Teyana Taylor Check out the albums. dope album Shout out to both of them cause you know We winning right now Black woman is winning I don't know what um, Kehlani is she mixed or something I don't know what Plus she is Asian. but But I messed with her. Like, I really liked her first album, but she came out with two more I wasn't feeling. I thought they were a bit on the juvenile side, but she came back strong with this one. So, yeah, I messed with her. second
1: project always got to be strong with you first.
0: Right. For sure. And that, it wasn't. I can't even remember. Nothing was memorable (laughs) about it. Alright, so let's get into some national news. We got to move out of the rock and talk about... This police officer, so Alexander Kung, is that his name? Yeah. Kung, is that how you say it? hmm So, his mother basically came out and said that we don't condone or uphold what he has been doing or his wrongdoing. Also, his siblings came out and said the same thing, like they threw him under the bus.
1: I don't think they was throwing him under the bus.
0: What, what,
1: do you, what do you think it was? I think it was, it was more of them saying, like, because you see these other families, because I guess he's mixed or whatever. Yeah, he
0: looks
1: mixed. He's mixed, so all these other families of these cops that's been arrested, they're like, we stand by them, like, yeah, y'all gonna ride because this is your family, but this is, their family isn't in the same situation as you family. They're white.
0: Because they're... Because you're saying their family is so more, much more diverse that yeah. that's why they're not, so like, standing by them.
1: They're... They're... Okay, let's just be real. In the black family, your parents and your siblings are going to keep it real with you. Like, your mother, well, no matter where we at, that's not how I raised you.
0: Right. So, I agree with you 100%. So, my sister... Posted on Facebook: Serious question to the parents out there: Would you publicly denounce your child if they were accused of murder? I hold no stance here. I really just want opinions. So, of course, I said I'm a ride for mine. Like I'm You're a sure. in the house. I'm gonna cut you out. I'm gonna tell you off. Like, yo, what's good? Like you said, you was not, you weren't raised like that. However, I'm not going to go to the public to make you look any kind of way. My cousin Lori Jones, she said I would. I would hate the crime, but my love for my child will not budge. They could be 100% guilty. I'm always going to be 1,000% their mother. Pure love has no conditions. Yeah, so, it's, and that's it's, me.
1: there's some conditions, fam.
0: Not for my child, no. like it, I can't name, I can't even think of one condition. Like, I have to ha- there has to be for me to love my child. I don't think there's one. Not one. Not like, one. these are people I carry for nine months. I literally experienced so much pain to bring them forth here. And I've raised them for 14 to 18 years. There's nothing that they can do for that love to end. That's that's just me. That's just how I am as a mother.
1: Let, let my son go out here and kill somebody. I'm, you better hope they get you before I get you.
0: I'm not saying I'm not going to do anything. I'm saying I'm not going to like course, go I, on Facebook I, I, and just okay, like denounce him. This
1: is my thing. I will never, no matter what my child does, I will never publicly shame my son. So
0: that's where I'm going but
1: with it. I will make a statement to where, if it's something this big in the national news, I will make a statement saying this isn't how he was raised. That's not me denouncing him. That's but, just saying he was in a bad situation. And even his sister said... It doesn't matter that it was his third day on the job. He knows right from wrong.
0: Right. Right. You
1: know? So it's like, I taught my son basic human decencies. And what happened, that's, that's not, I don't, I don't stand for none of that.
0: So the whole reason he even wanted to become a police officer is to make change. Is to make change. So I found that very, very ironic that he would find himself... In this situation when
1: his intentions change. was to make change. Like, that's why I side with his sister. Because his sister's statement was raw and real. She was like, it doesn't matter if it was his third day on the job. He knows right from wrong. And if he he wanted to make change, that was his moment. Like, I don't know uh, no other moment than that right there. You've been on a job for three days. And you want to make a change? It doesn't matter who outranks who or whatever, bro. Cross that blue line. This is this is what you wanted to do. Right. So
0: and this so this man has no peace. He was recently seen out shopping oh, and man. a person, lady came up to him and a white basically woman. yes, in his face like, how could you be so comfortable being out and about knowing what you did? She was all in his face and he started answering questions. But then she was just
1: at him, and then he just stopped. Like, all my man stopped. wanted to do was buy some Oreos and a yeah. lemonade. <laughs> he did have Oreos in
0: his hand. I was like, yo, my man. She was man, like, did you think I wouldn't recognize you?
1: My man was like, yo, all I'm trying to do is cop some Oreos, fam. But it's one of those situations where he knew it was coming. Mm-hmm. Like, bro, this just happened, my G. Like, you, okay, Granted, he's out on bail, which I still don't think none of them should have got. You know, whether you put your knee there or not, you sat by, by and watch, That's why you're being charged now. Right. But there is no way you're that comfortable to where you just like let me go cop these Oreos real quick. He ain't had a hat on or nothing. He had his flip flops on. He, he didn't have a hat. No, he was strolling, chilling. I
0: think he, he had on, on his
1: flip flops, Operto dust <laughs> Like he was chilling, copping his Oreos and lemonade. And with the
0: homie. That's he was with, with his homie. homie. Right.
1: But and it's crazy because uh you would think that a black person would have uploaded that video, mm-hmm. but it just shows you that there are off colored people out here that doesn't tolerate. Oh, they outrage as well. They like, yo, y'all wildin' be, Y'all making it hot for all of us. Okay.
0: So you got somebody to call today? Nope. You want me to call somebody? Yep. Well, it's your segment, so you're going to
1: have uh, to talk to the person. So. Don't you hate when somebody randomly call you on Facebook Messenger and you just look at it and while it ring and ring and ring? And you, and you know, with Facebook calls, it rings for a long time. So it's like if you push the button too fast, they're going to know you ignore their phone call. Well, we don't care. That's what we're doing here in the segment called What You Doing. Let's
0: see if...
1: Who we got the to call today?
0: I'm just picking somebody very randomly. I'm not one of my students. Okay. Hey, no, I don't wanna pick that person.
1: What? It's supposed to be random. You can't decide okay. who you wanna okay. pick.
0: <laughs> okay, so this person I don't even know this person, but we gotta call Oh you call it random random. Wait, I don't want that. Wait, no. Nah.
1: Yo, let me. I hope. Well, y'all watching on the Facebook. Y'all can see her process. Like she's really just scroll her phone up and push the phone. Let's see if this
0: person
1: gonna even answer. We listen. You know what's crazy about this segment? Cause I lose my mind when somebody call me on Facebook. No, this
0: person wasn't dealing
1: with me. I was. Well, I don't know
0: them, so they're
1: not dealing with me. I lose my mind when somebody calls me off Facebook. Okay, one
0: more person, then we got to go. Pick up. All right, so this
1: person. Another person I don't know. Facebook should have custom ringtones. That would be fire. Bring the ringtones back. Is this a male or woman? If it's a dude, he going to answer.
0: No, the first person was a dude. They didn't answer. <laughs>
1: Yo, he probably with his chick. You're like, oh man, this is my chance, and I can't answer the phone because I'm with Shorty. Well,
0: it's not his chance, but he answered. He don't know that.
1: <laughs> Boom shaka laka laka. We are not
0: getting anybody, but it's six fifty. You know what? I'm
1: gonna stick to call the people on my friends list. Because they
0: love me. Yeah, but I don't know these people. Like, I did it randomly. You to call people you know. Like, yes. what's up, sis? What's up, bro? It's a random call.
1: I called a couple of random people.
0: Whatever. All right, catch us next week, 6 p.m. Sunday, 100.9 WXIR. Make sure you check out our social media platforms. Thank you for joining us on the live. And we will talk to y'all next week. Peace. same this is same thing place you
1: should go over extreme, like go over
0: like one minute over alternative right To 100.9 WXIRS black music I know there are, these people gonna be like they did you call you co- called me it's over now fam and now i got to explain continue like oh uh, it's a to random, random segment to and... to more black music oh call me
1: next week i'll answer <laughs> <laughs>
0: Did sure, Brown was one of the most
1: did you see who they got in playing in James Brown, Brown movie. Brown is very
0: well known his the
1: dude Eddie so Winslow. Oh yes, I did see that. You know, That's not real. the top of the music chart for funk and R&B and earned his name, the
0: Godfather of Soul. <laughs> 100.9 FM WXIR.
1: This is DJ Christie, the host of Straight Underground on Fridays and Saturday nights here on 100.9 FM WXIR in Rochester, New I don't know why the video was like that. Microphone, right. piece
0: on.